ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. Western Contours Podcast, sharing experiences, providing insight, and looking for solutions to become better hunters. We talk gear, on and off season preparation, tips and tactics, conservation, and finding inspiration in the outdoors as sportsmen and women. Thank you for joining us as we share our love for all things Western hunting. Proud to share this episode thanks to these fine companies I depend on in the field. Game Changer Calls. The GC was designed with all hunting callers in mind. Though elk is the intended target, the unique size is a game-changing tool for turkey and coyote callers as well. It is not designed to replace your tube or open reads, but rather to complement the caller's repertoire in the field. Burris Optics. Find what matters. Proudly made in the USA. Hoffman Boots. If you're heading to the backcountry and you need some meals that won't bog you down, check out SasquatchFuel.com. 100% compostable packaging was designed to combat litter in the backcountry. The pack system for all your scenarios, initial ascent, expect more and never settle. Titanium Archery Products. Dedicated archers deserve truly unique products that provide all the performance attributes that they demand. And that's exactly what TAP delivers. Western Fly Covers. Ultralight element protection for your gear. Stay on your game. For more brands we run and trust, jump on westerncontours.com partners page. Look for the code Western Contours and save a few dollars off your order. So we're on with Mr. Charles Whitwam. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing, guy? I'm doing all right, man. So why don't you do a, give us a little intro, if you will, uh, let the folks know who they're listening to. And uh, yeah, we'll take it from there, man. A little outdoor background and hunting, and then uh, we'll kick it off and get into our topic here. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, like you said, my name is Charles Whitwam. Um, I am originally from Michigan. I uh, moved to, I don't know, California, I think in 2003. And I actually didn't start hunting in California until about 2010. I just kept going back out east because I felt <laughs> I felt like it was so complicated out here with all the zones and everything. And and I just I honestly didn't know anybody that hunted out here, so I just kept going back out east. But um, I uh, 
besides my normal job, um, which is shut down because of COVID, I am also a guide and an outfitter. Um, that company is called Shadow Trekker Adventures. So a lot of times people actually don't know my name because I don't really post it on Instagram or whatnot. It's just Shadow Trekker Adventures. So sometimes people put that together and they're like, oh, <laughs> you're that guy. Okay. Yeah. And um, I've done, I used to do a lot of YouTube videos um, on hunting. I don't really so much anymore. It just, it takes so much time and YouTube kind of throttled, throttled all that stuff down anyway. So I sort of lost my uh, motivation for, for stuff like that. But as far as hunting, I've been, I don't know, it's hunting. I've been hunting as long as I can remember since I was uh, a wee lad. <laughs> so when you, when you made that, that step into hunting out here in Cali, um, were you surprised in terms of um, opportunity and, and game and quality of game? Because, I mean, realistically, right, we're underrated. Probably the most underrated Western state there is. I've had an absolute blast hunting California. Um, it's I think it's great hunting, actually. Um, a, a guy like me can put – I've been fortunate enough to put a lot of time into hunting out here because I own my own business. <laughs> So I could go for, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks, um, every year. And so I'd, I'd get to know the area as well. But in California, I started, it was pigs. My buddy actually from Michigan, he was living out here at the time. And he said, Hey, I heard about this public land spot that has pigs. I was like, really pigs crazy. So we went there sign all over the place. And I, I saw that and I just got completely obsessed with this animal and trying to find it on public land. So that's what I did for a, a number of years and ended up being really successful on, on, on public land going after pigs. And then, um, I was on public land one for opening day of rifle <laughs> and I, I had been, you know, bow hunting it for deer and then opening day of rifle came and I was like, man, it's going to be great. I know this area. I've never seen so many people in my life. And so I joined and it was, it was honestly, it was a little bit dangerous where I was. And so then I joined, um, wilderness unlimited. And then I, I've just, I've hunted so many of those ranches and I've been really successful with them. Again, I put the time in and, um, so that's what kind of, that's what opened the doors for me in, in California. And then, and then of course I started meeting people and, and even getting my own properties and guiding people. And, and, uh, I love it here. I love hunting blacktail. I love hunting bear. I love hunting pigs. I'm even getting into to birds and, and Turkey last year. I really got in the Turkey. Um, and this year I'll, I'll be really into it even more. So it's, it's fantastic hunting here. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it always hurts a little bit, at least from where I stand. Right. I mean, one, you're in California and folks are like, you hunt, you can hunt. <laughs> There's what, um, right. You know what I mean? But, but when you start talking like the pig opportunity and that the fact that you can go hunt them on public land and have some success, um, always seems to get people kind of ramped up. Um, and man, our, our pig, 
opportunity, I'm going to say last in the last two years, seems like those numbers are on the uptick. Um, and for me, I've always seen it go in kind of cycles that that five to plus or minus seven years where it'll kind of dip down really rough on public. And then all of a sudden those numbers will swing up. And I think we're in that uptick, man, because the numbers, the last she's. It seems like it started for me last summer, and then this year has just been unbelievable. With every time we were out in that that early A zone, man, it was just uh, pigs everywhere. Killed my honey hole. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, they. I have heard from guys who've lived here for you know a, a while or or at least a few decades that they've seen the cycles. Um, I, I haven't quite seen a cycle. Maybe a little bit on public land, but it seems like it's it's coming back. Um, if it, I don't even know if it was a cycle or whatever, it could be just, they're hard to hunt on public land, you know, but, um, yeah, no, that's, that's one animal. And I think it's really specific to California. It's completely different hunting a pig in the mountains of California, say on the coast than it is hunting a pig in Texas or Oklahoma or whatever. It's, it's, um, they're fascinating to me. They just are. They're the coolest animals. And plus, it's 365 days of hunting. You can't. You're just getting practice in all the time, whether it's whether it's getting yourself better in shape because you're climbing all the hills or just, you know, shooting it, actually getting opportunities on live animals. I mean, that that goes a long ways. You know, I'll probably catch a little bit for it. I might give myself a little bit of mess for it. But the closest comparison in in terms of chasing an animal up and down hills in my head would be elk um when you get central coast and and you know north man hunting those pigs dude you better be with it because they are going they don't stop moving they they that little thing can move two miles in the blink of an eye it is unbelievable man Yep. And I, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, you'll see an elk herd moving, even if they see you, they'll move off. You can still catch up with them. You know, you better go over those. You got to be in shape to get over all those ridges and everything and down and up and everywhere else. And pigs can be, you know, the same way. The only advantage with, um, you know, the, well, one of the differences is, you know, elk will keep being vocal a lot. So they'll, they'll kind of give their position away and pigs when they are vocal, it's great. You know, but when they're not, they're so small and they can hide pretty well. Oh, that's the they problem. Can be, they can be tough. <laughs> that's the problem with them, man. You know, you, you you pick wrong, you pick wrong on the approach trying to cut them off, and uh, they disappear. I mean, you're not, you're lucky to see them again, and they, you know, like I said, they don't stop moving. But man, what no, a what no, an enjoyable don't. hunt, man. And they're the they're oh, I love spooky it. little critters, man. They are. They're good to eat. They're they're fun to they're made for the bow hunter. Cause you can, you know, their, their eyesight is not well, their, their hearing as well and their smell as well, but their eyesight isn't well. So it gives you the opportunity to really get in close to where you can just stand. As long as you're not moving, they, they're not really going to know that you're there. And they might even look at you like, Oh, what's that? But uh, it's not moving. So we'll just keep on feeding. It's just being able to get that close to an animal is, it's so cool (laughs) so since we're on the pigs man we almost we almost lost that opportunity here a couple years back with uh our friends from the humane society and their sly tactics and uh you know playing playing their uh fiddle to the uh folks that run our state here man and and one of the things that i want to talk about with you was 
and you could tell me if I have it wrong, but you seem to be, even with this last, this last bill, you seem to be out in front of it. Right. And the days of complacency and conservation or the preservation of hunting, right? Because there's two separate things there. Um, that complacency we have as hunters, that it's long gone. Like we have to take a proactive approach and you seem to do it and do it well. So I'd like you to talk about that because like with the pig bill, man, they had me. I didn't, I didn't even consider it. I'm like, okay, you know, they're going <laughs> to, they're going to down the price. Yeah. It didn't make it quite make sense. And, you know, it sounded a little funny, but it didn't throw up a red yeah. flag. So, Right. So that was a sneaky bill. So I, I, that was the first bill that I was involved in and it, it hit me actually, let's see, how did it happen? A reporter called me and he said, how do you feel about this bill? And I said, Oh, well, I'm not aware of it. And he, and he said, well, there's a, um, the humane society is, is a part as a part sponsor of this bill. And there's a part in it that will do away, um, I believe with canned hunts. So any kind of fenced pig hunting, any kind of an, an exotic pig hunting. And I was like, well, really that's in there. Cause I haven't seen in the headlines. I was seeing a lot of hunting companies support the bill cause they didn't know. Right. They were like, yeah, this is great. The pig tags are either going to be free or they're 25 bucks and you get five tags. I forget exactly what that was. Um, but it was going to be in a sense, a, a good deal. And you know, people on pages were, were, were celebrating it. Like, yeah, this would be great. They're, they're actually passing a, a hunting bill that, that helps us. Right. So this reporter called me and he told me about the humane society and, and what was hidden in the bill. And then, so we started looking at it. And so, yeah, they wanted to ban high fence hunts, but also the way that it was worded was the way it was worded that is that if you shot any pig behind a fence, it did not give specifics on the fence. So you could be in a vineyard, you could be in a cow pasture that had fence around it. It would, it would make that illegal. So that threw up some red flags. And then plus, plus I don't, it's, first of all, any, any bill, that has the humane society a part of it that's just a step on the ladder okay so they're just trying to get somewhere so we have to adamantly oppose that even if you don't go to you know bitter water outfitters and and or whatever the other ranches are that have the the high fence um you know pig hunts and stuff it it doesn't matter um the way that i a lot of people did not you know, they were like, well, who cares about that? And I said, well, do you ever go to the grocery store and buy meat? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, isn't that the ultimate canned hunt? Except, you know, what's the difference? Why are you going to get down on these guys? A lot of these people that go there, not all, but a lot of them that go there are first time hunters, disabled hunters, kids, they take a class, they want to go figure it out. Like, why should we bash? Why should hunters bash on any type of any other hunting that they just, you know, that they don't do or whatever, you know, but, but we got to stand together. So I, we did a lot of podcasts and, and a lot of people jumped on board. We didn't have any petitions or anything like that. That never even came up. Um, we, we, we actually got the, 
and when I say we, I mean, this was, this was a lot of people that jumped on, on this and it was mainly through a podcast deal. And then also some of these companies that found out and how it was going to affect their business. I think they got their lawyers involved. Bill Gaines was involved. Bunch of, bunch of organizations were involved and it got shut down. And I don't, I can't tell you exactly what did it. I just know there was a lot of noise about it. And I think what really got people and, and what they said is they felt like they had been lied to because they, they were given the bill. They were not told about these things that were inserted in there that was doing away with certain types of hunting. And then the loose language about any type of fence. Um, anyways, it got shut down. So that was, that was great, you know, to kind of be involved in that and, uh, and see it go away. And then, this one came out. I had not, I, you know, regretfully, I, I, I have not been involved in any other bill as far as, you know, really trying to fight it. Cause you know, I mean, it's not, I have a regular job, you know, just like everybody, it's an excuse for everybody. I got a regular job, you know, this stuff happens. It's tough to, to, to stay all the time into it. Yeah. Now when this, when this bear band thing just came out, um, well, I'm not really working. I got a lot of time <laughs> on my hands. I'm not really working. I had just like seriously got into bear hunting this past year. I'd kind of been dabbling in it a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I need to, but I'm always just hunting deer and it's sort of, you know, the like opportunity tag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and this year I'm like, I want to get a bear. Like I'm going for a bear. And that's what happened. And I got a bear and, and then I'm like, man, this is, that was more fun than deer hunting. And, and I love the taste of bear and I'm seeing so many bear. I want to focus on bear and have deer be an opportunity, you know? So, so this came out and I don't know. It just, I'm a, it's, it's if I'm passionate about something, I get really involved. And, um, Again, the Humane Society was in, is involved with this bill, and I hadn't really heard much of it. You know, I hadn't heard anybody talking about it. It, it was right after it came out, but still, I'm like, you know, well, I'm not seeing this. I'm not seeing anybody talking about the bill or, or opposing it. And I talked to my friend John, and I'm like, dude, we this is this can't happen, man. Like, this is the end of this is huge. And he suggested, he goes, have you, have you thought about starting a petition? And I was like, like change.org. And I'm like, I've never, I have no idea how it works. So I went there and saw all their tools that they have. And I'm like, actually, this is pretty, this works pretty good as far as you can reach wherever you want. So everybody in California that sat on that, on, on the board, um, that was going to make the decision, um, I could put in all their information and everybody who signed it, they got an email. All, the decision makers got an email um, that was on the board. So I'm like, well, this is, this seems like a high, a high rate of, um, high turnover rate. So as opposed to, you know, people or organizations copying, pasting every single email address, which is still good. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but I was like, I think we can get more people and be way more effective when they can read the bill. They know what they know what it is about. I think you can still write a custom letter, or you can write the one that I put in there, which is basically everything about the bill and everything about 
why we need the North American model of conservation instead of, you know, ballot box, you know, all that. I think we can get a lot more people that just when they click sign, that goes to 14 different emails and we're going to have, we're going to show up at numbers and it's going to be powerful. And it 100% was grassroots. It blew the socks off of any type of, of action that had ever been done on a bill before. Um, and, and it was grassroots. It was, it wasn't, the organizations, they said it themselves when we had our previous Zoom meeting, they didn't even, they were looking at the long run here. They were looking at the, <laughs> fighting this, you know, months down the line. And, you know, Bill Gaines said he'd never seen anything like this, this kind of turnout in, in, uh, in three decades of, of doing this. But man, it, sure. I, I started the petition. I was like, Hey, we got, I called everybody that I knew or, or people I knew on Instagram and everybody just got involved and it just went to, it went to everybody. And it was so cool to see everyone working every single day. And then all of a sudden they pulled it, which, you know, it's going to come back. I mean, I'm not, there's no, vic there's no victory, but it's a victory in the sense. I mean, something different happened. Right. They pulled it and they're like, we need to regroup. We weren't ready for this. Um, so I'm sure they're looking at everything we did and said and all that. And they're going to come back with whatever they come back with. But um, I think it really set the foundation for what, for what we can do. And, and I think it, I hope it was a wake up call to, um, to the hunting organizations that's kind of been doing the same thing for the last, you know, since before the internet <laughs> and they're, you know, they're not winning. They're not, they're just, they're just defending and they're, and they're, you know, and we're losing. Yeah. They're you know, fighting we're not that getting back the voices. Right. Right. So I don't know it, for what it was worth the first time around it was successful. And now we're working on a coyote trapping bill, which it's trapping. That's such a hard thing to, to address to a lot of people because they just don't get into it. They don't understand it. And, um, and it's hard for people to, it's like low hanging fruit. Right. But again, it's on your ladder. Right. And it that's why the they go after on, Exactly. Because that gets them to the next step. But if we can, but if we can stop and, 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 you know, come together, all hunters come together across the United States, within your state, whatever it is, and really have a strong voice um, and knock down the low hanging fruit, they're going to have a really hard time getting up that ladder. And that's, I mean, that's what we have to, that's what we have to organize and do. And I think it's going to happen. It's going to take some time. Yeah. We don't have time <laughs> that, you You're know, right. what, what's, yeah. and I laugh about it, but, but legitimately we don't have any more time. I mean, they've been chomping away at, at, all of this for a long time they've learned their lessons we've been fighting a defensive battle and like you said we keep losing and if we don't do what they've done right and learn from the lessons and stay out in front of it and be proactive you know we're we're going to continue to lose um it, it just that was it you said it, it was phenomenal to me to see this thing cross state lines. For some reason, it just hit home with everybody. But to see people, and I know guys that were were podcasting about it that 
hi, Mr. Jim Huntsman, that shit on California <laughs> um, yeah. that were getting behind this and folks were understanding finally that every bit of this affects all of us and it's a state by state, right? Um, you know, Brian Lynn always says that it's, it's the death by a thousand cuts. And for hunters that don't understand that the trapping bans affect them, um, it's, it's just about method of take. It's not about trappers or hunters. It's about method of take for these people and to ixnay all this so we can follow their moral air quote moral path. Right. Yeah, no, no, you're hundred, you're hundred percent right. And the thing with the bear, I think that what was really easy with the bear bill getting, getting support. And this is a, a blessing and a curse because sometimes it's going to be, you know, really easy to use strong, strong data, but this was directly going to affect the deer population, which it already is. We already need to do something about the bear, but this was just like, we're going to wipe that off the board, completely going against data, completely going against science. And it was, that was clear to everybody. And if it wasn't, it is now like we did a really good job educating. And that's, that's a huge part of, of also what it is we need to do. We need to not just say, well, this is my heritage. This is this there's wildlife biologists who go to school for exactly this. And you can look back in history, what hunting has done, what conservation has done, how the numbers of animals have drastically improved. And we have to base it off of, we have to base our fight off of science and data. And I think, that's where if we're going to win, that's where we're going to win because it's sooner or later, there's going to be people who are on the other side that were just given information by the humane society or whoever. And, you know, they're going to say, wait a second, this isn't, this is this data, this science isn't coming from just Joe Hunter over here. This is coming from our own wildlife biologists. So you, you know, what do you have to say for yourself here? Humane society. What do you have? You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're actually hurting wildlife by doing this. Well, that anyone you know? would, most folks don't even know that states have wildlife biologists. If you, I'm sure if you, you know, we like to say poll with all this stuff, right? Because that's what uh, HSUS says, our poll, right? If you polled 10 people, I'm going to, I'm going to bet with 98% certainty that uh, at least eight of those people have no, no idea that their state has a wildlife biologist if they're disconnected from, you know, hunting and, and, and uh, outdoors and those types of activities. So it is that education part for outside of the demographic is huge, but how do we go about that in a offensive or very proactive way and explain our story or our side and get them to listen to it for more than, you know, 30 seconds without losing their attention. Cause everything else that you see is based on emotion. It's based on, you know, well, I guess, you know, the, the calling it endangered is emotional too. Um, we really don't have an emotional play and that's where they have the upper hand on us. Plus since what the seventies, so call it, you know, 40 years, 40 plus years of learned experience in going after uh, hunting and trapping and everything else. So, I mean, yeah. And that, 
They do. They have the emotional edge. Um, I guess I think we could, we could show a lot of emotion as well. We could show, I mean, you know, that what's that uh, page nature is metal. You know what I'm talking about? I love it. I love it because it's real. It's hard for me to watch sometimes, but we, you know, watching a bear or watching whatever predator, you know, take out an ungulate and how they do it and the long deaths usually, um, that's what the reality is. Okay. And that's what they do. That's what they're supposed to do. It's good. It's good for balance, but our challenge is, is getting human is, is convincing everybody that humans are also involved in that. We are also a predator, but we also have management tools, which is, that's what separates us. That's why we can do so well. That's why we can actually protect wildlife. That's why we can actually grow populations and make them healthier. We, and, and we have so much data on that. I mean, you know, that's the, every, every state, state and federally, you know, that's been in place for, for, uh, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like it. I like the argument that we are protecting wildlife. And I think that's what we have to, we have to start And that at least brings up the conversation. Like, wait a second, you're protecting wildlife. Like your headline says, protect wildlife, support, you know, uh, oppose this bill. Somebody looking at that, and it's kind of a, it was, I thought of it to be like, not necessarily clever because it is the truth, but to a non-hunter, it is kind of clever. Who doesn't want to protect wildlife? They open it up. Huh. Never thought about it from this angle. You know, I never thought about how, you know, letting bears just go nuts. All that. <laughs> actually, actually, you know, uh, um, damaging wildlife, taking the balance out, you know? Um, so we got to be clever. They're clever. Oh we got to be clever. I mean, they're, we're already in an imbalance. I mean, we lost bobcats. We lost mountain lions. I'm not yeah. sure how you guys are seeing it up there with the lions. I know down here, man, um, our numbers are, they are increasing exponentially. I mean, it is unbelievable the amount of sign, the amount of sightings, um, you know, 10, 12, 13 years ago, you'd be lucky to see one in a season. And and now in the right area, you're seeing, you know, three, four, five um, just in that early season. I was sitting on a ridge and uh, blast across this bottom and there's a rock outcrop. And I kid you not, man, hunting the same area, looking down in the same bottom is a lion. And he just sat there and sat. And it's just like I would have never saw that 15 years ago. It, w- it was just kind of happenstance seeing them. And now it's just more and more regular. Everyone's seeing them. Yep. No, you're 100 percent right. They're 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 all over the place. We find kills a lot. We find or we see them actually see the mountain lions. Just, and 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 like you said, They'll just kind of come out right in front of you and stand there. They're not even. They could care less, yeah, man. They could care less. It's like, wow. And again, no one wants to kill them all, but a mountain lion has to kill. What is it? One deer a week? Yeah, they're like a, one 90, deer a week. 98% predator, man. How many mountain lion do we have in California? I, I, I really don't know. I don't know if anybody knows, but do the math on that and the effect on the deer. We got to, I mean, that's a lot of deer and nobody can say, 
I don't know many people that have said that deer hunting has gotten better in California in the last 20 years, you know, you're working, um, you're definitely working. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and, you know, and to the moral of the story, what I want to do is there's so many hunters in the United States. There's so many hunters. California is, I think, the fifth largest as far as the hunting and fishing community, as far as the economy of, of hunting and fishing. It's 26, 27,000 jobs. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, I should have had this ready, but it's like, I mean, it's almost, it's close to, a, it's hundreds of millions of dollars in, 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 in revenue, right? So that's just California. Um, my point is, oh, I hear a lot of people say, well, the Humane Society, they're working with, you know, $200 million, $400 million a year, all that. And I was like, well, I can guarantee you there's more hunters and fishermen in the United States than there are people that are in the Humane Society. Our problem is we're not organized. And we spend so much money on this industry. I mean, let alone, I mean, I'm talking about all the gear and everything and the gas and the food and the, and the tags, which goes to conservation, <laughs> you know, um, what we have an organizing problem and there's organizations out there, a lot, a lot of them. And then there's a lot of hunters who aren't in an organization. So how do they get involved? Right. You know, there's a lot of hunters that don't pay to be in one or, or, or whatever, but I feel like they're all working on different paths. Um, I guess I, I feel like they're, they're like, you know, well, this organization, they got this data and they're doing a great job with this data and this organization over here, they've got this data, but it might not be as effective as these guys over here. But if you're a member of one and not the other, why aren't we sharing this information? Why aren't we doing the best we can do? Why aren't we, when something like this happens, basically what I'm going to concentrate on now is, is hunting bans on animals, not, you know, like if a state says we want to allocate a certain amount of tags to guides or whatever else, that's an interstate thing. They can deal with that. There's people on both sides of that, of that argument. I want to focus on the banning of hunting. And that's what I was so, saying earlier, right? Is, is there's there's two there's two things going on, and I think to a point we confuse them, right? That's the preservation of hunting, and the conservation of our wild animals, whether it's bear, mountain lion, ungulates, whatever it is. So there's two separate things going on here, but we tend to meld those two together as is as if it's just all encompassing, all in one, and it's not. So how do we, the, what, what I'm trying to work on is I want every organization to work together. Um, I want, you know, the best biologists to, um, the best minds, the best everybody come together as, as, as one voice. So then when we do stand up against something, let's have a one way ticket to make our voice heard that all organizations use. And it's also open. It's free to do, right? Like the petition, for instance, I'm not saying we should use change.org as I'll get into that, but the petition, for instance, is hundred percent free to use. 
you don't have to be in any organization. An organization can use it and put it out to all their members. Um, but also so can anybody on social media. So can anybody that you get it to, you could put up a, a QR code inside of, you know, big five sporting goods or whatever. And somebody can come by and say, yeah, I want to oppose that. And they scan it with their, with their phone and it goes right to, you know, an action item that at least gets that much done, at least, you know, brings a mass amount of people, like, like the whole entire hunting community would be the goal as one voice where you can see it, literally see it all together instead of, you know, SCI has 4,000 members in California and this is what we did to fight this. And then, you know, then you have the numbers over here from somebody else that did something, but we need to have that all together, <laughs> you know? So, so kind of, we know where we stand also. So we know how well we're doing, you know, our, I think our, our education needs to be, um, um, that needs to all be together. So I'm generally against centralizing anything, but I think in this case, there's so many good organizations and great minds out there and people doing things and great ideas that we got to come together and, and somehow figure out how to work together. So for instance, if California Deer Association wants to do something, how do you get all the all the organizations to also support that? How do you how do you streamline that? So that's what I'm working on, and I and I have a I'm not going to really get into. It. I have a pretty good idea that we're kind of working on, and it's using actually you know we're using technology, which I think is is. Um, is, is, is what has been lacking in our fight. You know, we haven't made things really easy for us to help each other out for hunters to be one voice. So I think we got to streamline this process. And you had said it earlier, right? Is, uh, what did you, you said it very nicely. We have an organizational problem. We also yeah. have a give a shit problem, right? Um, everybody has to care about this. Um, you know, the guy in Idaho, that's never going to hunt New Mexico or, you know, could care less about California for, for something like this to work. Everyone has to care about everyone else's interest, right? Um, it, it's, it's literally a state by state operation with these, the animal rights groups, um, one victory in California is going to lead them to try and do it somewhere else. And we've kind of seen that with, uh, you know, with bear, right? If you look at, you know, our bear, we can't use hounds. You saw that, you know, happen, um, yep. you know, going up the West coast. And it, it, it's just a matter of time, right? If you ask me, uh, no, I'm not going to even say it cause I don't want to plant seeds. Um, but you know the no spring bear season here. I mean that's that's an that's a victory for them to pull that spring bear to have not have spring bear to have thirty to forty thousand bears on the conservative side in the state and still have the low quota. They tried to raise the quota. I believe it was two years ago, and uh, that was immediately taken to court with these uh, with the uh, animal rights groups. We we have to give a shit about what happens in other states. Um, I, and I think, man, now more than ever, 
even if the number's not counting, that was one of the things as we were doing this, you know, people were reaching out and I'm like, yeah, if, if, you know, you reach out and, and people would hit me back and say, you know, I reached out and they'd basically said, oh, you're not a resident or you're not a constituent, you know, uh, sorry, can't, uh, they're not even willing to listen. At some point though, especially if you put it over tech, like you're saying, and that's just filtering in, man, if they see all those hits with those, you know, 14 emails or whatever on, you know, change.org and it's just flooding them. Cause what, what did you end up with? Something like 27,000 signatures well, on I that? Think it, I think it made it to 28 and it was, the only reason why I, I shut it down, well, it's actually, it's just paused so it can start back up is that people kept donating. And I think it's clear on there. I, I didn't realize it when I started it. And then people started messaging me and they're like, what's the donations going to? And I'm like, um, I don't know. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> so I went in, you know, into the dashboard and read what it was about. And it's, it's, um, airtime you're basically paying yeah it's airtime you're basically paying change.org to to advertise it so they do email blasts it shows up on change.org's you know website more they recommend it as a like a trending petition or something like that so and it ended up being this is the other part okay so in five days a totally free thing to do we 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 got twenty eight thousand signatures which I'm guessing as a record for the hunting industry and people paid to re-advertise it 18 and a half thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Um, that's a, that's, that's something we got to work on because it wouldn't matter what website we didn't get that many signatures because change.org because of change.org. You know what I'm saying? We did it because it was grassroots and everybody was out there was pushing it and all the way to, to the top, you know, to Steven Rinella, to Jim Shockey, to, you know, tons and tons of companies, um, that, you know, ended up advertising it for us. And, and it, it had huge numbers. So that tool works and it also raises money, you know? So, uh, and money is another issue that, um, oftentimes we have to fight legal battles or organize events or, you know, whatever. Um, I think we, we did pretty good in that, <laughs> and that money in a different platform and a different, you know, use of that tool, it could really go to, it could go back to the hunting community in some way, shape or form. I don't know. We'd figure that out. But what did, did that end up running? Was that three or three or four days? on that i think it was five days five days yeah that's a lot of money per day man um and that's yeah. one of the you know you had mentioned it earlier right talking about hsus and and you know what size organization they are um but that's a lot that's a lot of money and that's their advantage is you know their 19 dollar a month uh take care of the you know the pet in the kennel type commercials and we'll throw you know 35 40 dollars um and some folks do more um and that's what we're up against but 18 5 and shit if it was five days what is that that's like 30 36 or 3700 bucks yeah a day yeah you know what i mean like you have that kind of input over the year and we are we're well 
outpass them in the battle. Not to mention Pittman Robertson, right? I think California alone in in the last five years, well, I know in the last five years, Pittman Robertson for California was 126 million and some change. Um, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of funding, dude. Um, and it was direct to an action item. It wasn't to sign up for something. It wasn't to, it was supporting something that was getting, of getting voices heard. Um, and I, and I think to me, that was a, that can be effective money right there. Oh, absolutely. And the coyote bill right now has over $3,000 by the way. And it's like eight, 8,000 signatures, which for a coyote, for a trapping bill, I think it's, it's, it's pretty successful so far. Um, we're slowly getting, we're slowly getting, well, number one, you know, it's, it's a New Mexico issue. So, um, <laughs> I've tried to get as many people in New Mexico involved and they are, but I'm a little discouraged at the ones, the organizations in New Mexico that just, it's like, they don't want anything to do with it. I mean, this, I was told, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of petitions out there, which there isn't. I don't know. I couldn't find any other ones in New Mexico that had to do with this ban and certainly not the num- not even close. I, number one, I didn't find one. Um, and I, and if there is one, I doubt it has this many signatures. Um, again, it's going to the New Mexico Senate Judiciary Committee. So all the emails are in there, but they just said, well, we're just really recommending people email their representatives. And I'm like, well, this is, that's what this does. And it's great. You want people to write their own letters, but how many people are really doing that? You're, it's not easy. There's, I know there's some, but, and I wasn't even asking this organization to like post it on their article or anything. It was like a person who is a part of it. I'm like, Hey, you know, if you're talking about it, you're making these great posts that sound good, but where's your action item? You don't have any. You what, don't. What was you, the response you, to that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically okay. nothing. I tried posting it on, on, on the, uh, on one of the Facebook pages, just the link, the petition to the link. They wouldn't let it and they have to approve it. Admin approved. And I'm like, all right. I mean, in California, one thing I learned about California is people are warriors here as far as pushing stuff out. It, I was every, every page, every, I, I didn't get any page that was like, we're not going to let you post this, you know? <laughs> and it was, that's why it spread like wildfire fire. And, you know, I think we created a, fantastic template um, on how it works and what people should do, you know, make it, put it in their profile on, on Instagram, you know, having swipe ups. It's, it's huge when, you know, Kafaru did it the other day, they've been really responsive to, to this and that's and in sportsman's Alliance. It took me a couple messages cause they were, you know, I could, I could see they went to my profile and liked a bunch of pictures and they got some information on it. And then they made a post <laughs> but they didn't have, (laughs) they didn't include the petition. So I said, Hey, you know, let me explain to you what this is. So it's when somebody clicks sign, it goes to, it sends an email to everybody on this board. And the guy that I spoke with, he was like, wait, Oh, it does like a light bulb went off. And I'm like, yeah, like it's, 
what that turnover rate's higher, right? Like you, he's like, Oh yeah. Okay. I get it. And he's like, what's the letter say that goes? So I sent him that and he goes, all right, sweet. Let me, I got to talk to the board. You know, they got to get it approved. And an hour later, it was, they put it in their article. They changed their, 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 um, you know, the website link on Instagram and their profile to that They have stories and they're continuing it. And that's what we need. We need all of these organizations to push at that same level. Um, I think we can make it easier for them. I mean, and it will become easier, especially once they see the success of it, you know, they are going to say, all right, next time around, let's, let's do this again. That worked. Um, but those, yeah, sportsman's Alliance was have, especially with this coyote band thing has been as far as I know, I don't know everybody who's using, it. I have no way of tracking, tracking it, but they're making a big push to, to, uh, to get everybody involved and include the petition using the petition as a tool. I mean, that's, if you just talk the numbers on that right for your petition and, and it's success, um, 28,000 signatures with 14 folks receiving the email. That's 378,000 emails by signing a petition, right? And I don't care who you are at at 378,000, right? Uh Uh-oh, what are we doing? What are we looking at here? So that's 27,000 emails per board member. 27 in in five days bro five days can you imagine the the shit storm of hey mr weiner uh what are you bringing to the table here i mean that's yeah you know what i mean man that's, that's what i'm trying to get through everybody's heads is the this vo- the volume of what we can do is going to re- at least raise some questions and they're going to go whoa hold up we might have a constituency problem, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's hundred percent what we have to be the most effective and the most efficient in the shortest amount of time. And, and we can. And we, we don't, I mean, if, if we're out front of it, we don't want it to go in front of the board. We want to stop it before it goes to the board. Right. Yeah. And, and this is a very uh, proven now, very effective way to do that. Um, and right. I, and I would have to say that that gentleman that was walking that in there, um, didn't have the information. Um, and I've, and I've said it, you know, the last week or two that I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And he doesn't know the other side of the coin. And, and hopefully now he's researching that and, uh, looking into it and not just taking it for a lot of folks, take it on face value. Hey, this, this organization cares about animals. I don't hunt. I'm removed from it. Right. Um, and now hopefully he's looking or has some information in front of him and is getting educated on it. The, the one thing I really liked about not just the success of this, right. But when you're doing it this way, you don't, it, it doesn't matter if there's if there's 50,000 emails versus the 28 or excuse me, 27,000 emails. If half of the emails are talking mess to the person that we're trying to reach. Um, and, and that was one of the things that that I noticed on just some of the posting. Right. Where where we're lashing out and we got to get better than that. We can't lash out at these people and we're trying to get their ear. 
to me, it's very smart to just have that blanket, you know, email typed up and it's ready to go. This is what's being said. And let's take our as much as we can for that, you know, for that, take our personal feelings or the attacks out of the equation because we're never going to get the ear like that. The other great part about that setup is I can I can print all those signatures up and hand them physically in a giant box to somebody. And also what people are taking part in is, is commenting on why they signed. And in those comments, they're fantastic. I mean, 99.9% of them are like, cause you know, we're using the data, we're using the science we're using. And it's like, and I can download all that. And all that can go to whoever it needs to go to on why somebody signed it. And they're making arguments on there. So also being there's Democrat and Republican, Republican and, and independent, you name it, hunters, everybody. Right. So we need to, my focus, one of my focuses is trying to get, and I know quite a few of them, but I know, I know there's a lot of Democratic hunters, but since we're dealing in this state with mostly Democratic senators that are going to bring a bill like this up, I'm urging them to make their voice heard to their Democratic senators that they hunt. And, you know, please look at the science. Please look at the data on this um, because this isn't good. This is not good for wildlife. So, you know, as far as these issues, it's, it can be, it should be apolitical. We can stand together on this. We can argue about everything else, but as, as far as this goes, you know, there, there is some silver lining here that, that we can, that we can grasp onto and, and, uh, and stand together. Well, I mean, the, the management, management of our wildlife is, is, should be, it should be a bipartisan deal. <laughs> Right. I mean, it really should be. And and that's one of the things that strikes me with it is, is like you said, it should be a a political. But why? Why does there seem to be a side? You know what I mean? And, and that to me is mm-hmm. I don't I don't really understand that 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 part of it. it maybe it's <laughs> maybe the depth of that is way past my brain span. But it, I think while, we've just let it. Yeah. They're just let it happen and problem and people are kind of afraid to bring up um you know people don't want to talk politics when it comes to, to hunting and all that and and we shouldn't when it comes to, to hunting there's um you know specifically to, to hunting and wildlife management um but i think it's it's time for um it's time for everybody no matter who you are to to stand up and and say something and, and I think, you know, one of the ways we got to make this trendy, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just the way that it works. We got to make, oh, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, you know, how there's like full curl Friday or whatever, and people show, you know, or, or meal deer Monday or whatever. You know, let's have a day. That's like what you were saying, give a shit Monday or something, <laughs> give a shit Sunday. And, and literally yeah, management money, something like that. And and whatever issue is currently going on, you know, the biggest issue or something or whatever, I, I think this will be a part of the technology, is everybody, all the company, all the hunting companies, this is my dream, every hunting company, every hunting organization, every figurehead, you know, you know, Jim Shockey, T, 
Tiffany and Lee Lakowski, you know, you name it. Everybody for this one day, screw your website, screw all the products you're trying to sell. We got to protect hunting. So what is it we're fighting? And like everything for that one day gets switched over and it becomes trendy and people do their thing. People get involved. People try and, you know, we, 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 um, we make posts about, you know, say if it's the bear hunting band, all the data we can use and, you know, you switch your profile to whatever the best action item is to fight this currently. And everybody just, you know, I think there's a way to do it. There's a way to get it on, on one page and it's all the, the great minds and the organizations coming together and then having a piece of technology that just shoots it out to everybody to streamline it. And I think it'd be fantastic. And I don't know why we can't do that. The other side's really good at it. Really good at it. Oh man, they're, they're, they're 40 plus year experts, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and not, and not to, uh, I'm just giving an example, you know, (laughs) let's just say it's a perfect world. I'm not going to get into the election or anything like that, but Joe Biden won because they organized and dude, you saw it on TV. You saw movie stars. You saw everybody talking about it and they rocked the vote. Both sides were record numbers. Okay. They were more organized and they got people more fired up. They got everybody fired up and they did it. I think they did a better job. And so we can do the same thing. It's the technology is there. It's not like we're, you know what I mean? We just, I just don't think we saw on this level. I don't think, I don't know. We haven't, it's crazy to me. And that's what just set me off with the bear thing. I'm like, all right, cool. Come on. And it's funny. Okay. Listen, here, here's a perfect example. Let's take, let's say Kuyu um, spearheaded this. Imagine with their company and their resources and they have, you know, a marketing team, people, you know, people working for them. Imagine what they could have done in five days. Okay. Like way, way more than me creating the petition. (laughs) I created the freaking petition. Essentially I used Facebook, I spread it on Facebook and Instagram when I started I mean, I gained a few, you know, followers because of it. But when I started, I had 1,700 followers. So if a guy like me can have that big of an effect, take that and it would be exponentially, like think about the power of, of a tool like that would be if, if it was actually in the hands of somebody who could reach everybody. Right? So... I think there's a lesson there. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I, there was, yeah. there, there was a few watching that. It there was, was a, sorry. there was a few lessons watching how, how that went down and the power of it. And that was, it, it was, it was a smack on the back of my head. Right. Because I used to be very boisterous about it. And the, we're very trendy, right? As a demographic, I'll just say it. We're very trendy. So if we're not getting mm-hmm. that t-shirt or something that, you know, that's being pushed that says, Hey, I support conservation. We're really quiet about it. We're not doing as much as we should. And it was a smack on the head for me to, you know, like, Hey, wake up. This is scary. 
but then to see the other side of what, and I shouldn't blame anybody for my complacency, but what made me kind of like down on the whole thing to see the other side, like, Oh, you know, there is something left in us. Um, was holy crap, man. I mean, there's a ton of takeaway from it, dude, <laughs> a ton, but how do you get, how do you get everybody to care? How do you get those companies to make this a regular? How do we, they stand to lose a lot as well. Right. I mean, opportunities, you know yeah. what I mean? Opportunities <laughs> right. dwindle. I mean, look at California, right? I think last year we sold 256,000, uh, hunting license, mm -hmm. but think about the guys and girls that don't, hunt california that live here because of you know the lions and the bobcats and the missed opportunities the crowds things like that that everybody complains about um mm -hmm. i mean that's a lot of power in a single state man i'll call it three hundred thousand, just to throw a number out there but three thousand three hundred thousand hunters in a single state um I mean, yes, we have a huge population, but dude, that is a lot. If we can get that many people engaged, holy crap. So that was my goal on the petition was to get, so I think last year it was a record, it was 279,000, I think. And that was, I was like, well, I want to get 279,000 signatures. <laughs> and I think we would have. It was start like I was kind of like upset to to push pause because I'm like God, where's this gonna go? Because Meat Eater had just you know linked it, you know what I mean? Jim Shockey was starting to talk about all these companies were, and I'm like, wow, this is this is gonna be powerful. This is gonna be nuts. And I mean, you know, we'll be ready for the next time. We're gonna we're gonna get there. So to answer your question though, how to get these companies and everybody to do it, I think that's that's on us to pressure them. That's on that. That's on them to understand that. Listen, if, if, if these things pass, you're not going to have a job anymore. That's the hunting industry. You know, it's, it's essentially the end of the hunting industry. If we can't hunt anymore, right. What are you going to sell some hiking pants? You know, it's not going to be hunting pants. <laughs> that's just, you know, what are you going to do? And, and it's not, and it's no longer, obviously, as we can see now, it's no longer just a California thing. You're no longer safe because you're in, in Idaho or you're in Washington state or you're in New Mexico. You know what I mean? It's, it's coming in on all fronts from all angles. So everybody has to stand together and make this happen. And I'm not saying the petition is the ultimate tool, but you know, believe me, I'm not saying that. I just, it's one of the tools that I think we can, we can learn from, um, where we can, we have to figure out how to quickly get information out quickly, have, have the, have the quickest action items to take and, um, and be prepared, you know, really get our biologists. I know they can't, you know, I, I don't know how it is in every state, but I know in California, they can't like oppose a, um, a bill they can give recommendations which is crazy so you know scott wiener can just who is in san francisco where there's no bears whatsoever he can just come up with any bill he wants and say whatever he wants in the bill but our own wildlife biologists can't oppose it <laughs> so but but we can get info and there's plenty of you know big game biologists or bear biologists or whatever in in many many states um on all for all animals right and we really need to 
laser focus some information on, you know, let's talk about coyotes, let's talk about deer, let's talk about predators, let's talk about ungulates, let's talk about let's let's educate ourselves. Because I also think we're not you know, we like going out there and just, you know, taking some animals and eating the meat and all that. We're not necessarily just sitting around thinking about how the good we're doing for actually the the population, you know, to have a healthier pop. We know that it is, but could we really explain it to somebody else? Could we explain it to somebody who's not a hunter? Um, we need to be able to. It's not that hard. You just got to put it out there. And it, and it can't, like, it's like spread out all over the place, right? The information's so spread out. And it, that's where I think we got to compile everything and just streamline yeah, and and really, you know, we have to, and that's one of the bullets I sent you. Challenge the what I think is a, the old tired narrative, right? I mean, you know, the the field to plate is great, right? But it doesn't. People don't actually, they don't actually get it uh, when you're talking that versus the oppositional argument of how inhumane and things like that. Um, but talking about the sustainability of of whatever wildlife it is, right? The biodiversity and how we affect um, the landscape in terms of biodiversity. Um, I, I, that all has to be in that narrative um, and approach to really get people to understand it, um, you know, versus what's being told to them. And then, you know, like you say, utilizing the biologist and the numbers there and the science behind it, um, we, we tend to say that a lot, right? Well, the science shows, the science shows, okay, well, let's, let's further that discussion and let's talk about what that science is. Maybe not so long-winded that they get bored after a couple minutes, but, you know, go into the biodiversity and the balance, you know, because a lot of these folks think, hey, hands off and nature is going to take care of itself. Well, we've been involved for so long on so many levels that it would take decades, decades to see nature do anything about it. Well, I think we're a part of I mean, uh, nature's not going to take care of itself if you take if you take one element out that throws things out of balance. And that element is us. Like we're not invaders from Mars that just came to earth and there's all these animals here and we're just out of place. I don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but we're from here as well. <laughs> and you know what I mean? But it, so we are a part of that and, and we have the intellect, we can conduct studies and all these things. We're not just out there living off of instinct where we just got to kill. Right. Bloodthirsty, because bloodthirsty yeah, savages. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I think that's the important factor. So, you know, we could, I think we could package um, what it is that we are doing, what it is that biologists do, why it is that these animals exist. You know, why do we still have elk? <laughs> you know, why do we have any bison at all? <laughs> you know, uh, turkey. You name it. The, I mean, the oh, list goes water, on and on. Waterfowl, yeah. you know, I mean, just all the, all the different, um, uh, you know, the refuges and all that, that have been created for, for, for waterfowl and all that just to, it's amazing. So, but let's not, let's, let's market that to the public somehow. Let's figure that out. 
let's let's tell them they can they can make their own decisions on agreeing it or not but i can guarantee you that if we do it we're going to pick some people up on our side we're going to pick some people up that say huh interesting or at least i want to know more if we don't do it how are we going to pick anybody up if we're not doing anything you got to put yourself out there so how are we getting non-hunters not necessarily on the hunting side but on the protecting wildlife side that's they don't have to be hunters they just got to know what it is that the part that we're playing and the part that how all this works so i think we can do that i think we got a not so clear path but a way forward um Mm -hmm. and it, uh, tell you what, man, it, it was, again, exciting to see. And it was a smack of the head like, man, we we have a way um, we have a way to do this. So I'm excited to see how how it comes together, man, and what you guys are going to what you guys are going to roll out on us. And <laughs> I'm anticipating great things, bro. <laughs> it, uh, it was amazing to watch that thing go. I was uh, Okay, so I'm going to just say it. I was a little disappointed, right? Because like you, I'm like, this thing should have 260,000 <laughs> signatures. Yeah. And then you see yeah. it, you see it hit that 18 and it's just like, man, you know, and you know, folks from out of state are playing a part. And it was, it was almost a bit disheartening, right? Because that's like, damn, that's only 10% of mm-hmm. resident license sold, right? And it was just like, Dang it, man. We we're better than this. We could, we don't want to lose it. We can do better than this. Um, so yeah, I, man, whatever we can roll out, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can definitely, we can do better. We can do we better than to, that. Yeah. We just have to go bigger. Cause again, it, that seed, like I, I planted that seed and that just spread from me. Now, like I said, you know, QU or whoever, if they do it, it's going to be exponentially, you know, I mean, it, that's what it's going to take. Um, and that's what it started to get to. Like it started to like when Clay Newcomb, um, you know, made his video and oh, there were so many people, but, you know, he, he he's a part of Meat Eater and he's got a lot of followers. I mean, that's just what it is. It's get it to the best hands. And and they got to hear us. I mean, you know, I don't know how many messages I sent and how many messages everybody else sent, but um, something happened, whether through comments or, I mean, Jim Shockey was was going back and forth with me and it was through comments. Like he, he, he actually saw it and he was like, talk to me about it once. And then he shared the, when Blood Origins did the video on it, I believe. Um, and, uh, and then we talked about it there and I'm like, dude, it, I'm talking to Jim Shockey, like, all right, so how, how do we just, let's give him something to where he's in the pipeline, he can take action on it. And all 478,000 of his followers instantly get fed. This is how you do it. And you can take action and it takes two seconds and it costs no money. I don't know that, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't know that there's a better way, man. I mean, just, just your numbers alone with it just spoke volumes. Um, 
and and hopefully, folks. I know when I talked to Brian Lynn, he was even you know with the Sportsman's Alliance uh, last week. He was even you know like yeah, that's if we can see something like that when this stuff comes down, that's uh that's huge. Right. I think yeah. it. Uh, I think it was. If you were watching, it was a good, a really good wake up call for a lot of folks. So hopefully they, uh, hopefully we, I shouldn't say they, hopefully we get it together, man. What, uh, so how far along are you with, you know, this planning? It's only been what, a week and a half or so. Um, and then is there any, any finance needed for this? And, and if so, are you going to be putting something together so folks can help out with that? And how's that all looking? It's, it's, it's mainly kind of writing out a business plan right now. Um, I mean, obviously it would be, it would be a nonprofit, but it wouldn't be, it's not starting another, it's not starting another organization. It's basically a booster, a a streamlined booster to everything that already exists. And so kind of writing out the, the mission, the vision, um, and that I can present to, so in April, I'm, I'm talking to somebody else put this together for me, but the, you know, they saw what was going on and they were like, holy crap, um, what did you just do? I'm like, well, it's not that hard, but I didn't really do much. But, you know, so I'm, I'm talking to the heads of, of, I guess, quite a few organizations or, 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 or whatnot, because they, they kind of are interested in making some new plans. Um, it's unfortunate that's in April. I'm like, why can't we do it tomorrow? April's too far away, but whatever it is, what it is. Um, the success of, of what I want to do depends on the cooperation of, of most everybody, but I'm trying to, I, I think cooperating with that will be, will be pretty cooperation with, with this plan will be, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. So it's not like you got to change, you know, what it is that you're doing or whatever. It's just, let's have one common tool that everybody can use and, and come up with templates that you can give to, you know, Jim Shockey or whoever. And, you know, Hey, we need this, this is happening. Boom. Here it is. Here's your, here's the action item. Here's the answers to the questions. Here's a website. That's a compilation of all of this data that is specific for this one bill. Here it is. You know, it's just, we just got to be powerful, but it's hard to do it when we're just spread out. We're spread out all these different people who aren't in organizations, people who are whatever it's, you know, everybody's saying something different on, on social media. We, we got to have, and a lot of it I think is ego. You know, a lot of it is like people want to, they want to be the ones that, that, you know, have the best video, you know, or, or the most attractive thing about why you don't like this band or something. And that's all great. The one thing I've never seen is just a good action plan. <laughs> it's like, we got to, all right, what do we do as a hunter? What do I really do? You really want me to stay on the phone for the next couple hours and call everybody or, and write a bunch of emails? Cause the reality is, you know, people have jobs, people are busy. They're not going to do that. They're just not. And I would love to know that. I, I wonder how many people I'd like to compare the numbers, you know, just to, just to show it to, to people. But I don't, I don't think I'm going to need to, I think, I think enough, 
organizations saw it to where they're at least interested in, in doing some things differently. And if I can help out with that, I will. If somebody else wants to take it over, they can take it over. I don't care. We just can't, we can't lose any more of these battles. No. And sitting back is definitely what's going to happen. I think again, man, I think this is a, this is phenomenal. Yeah. We can't sit back. No. Cause when we do, we lose. (laughs) So, you know, and I, I think money can be spent better um, to fight this, uh, to fight these battles as well. So, well, shoot, man, I think, uh, I think we'll have to jump back on when you, when you get further along on it. Um, so we can, you know, help push it on my little platform here. And then if something comes up and I can be of any assistance or we got to push financing or something, man, reach out, please. Um, don't hesitate. This is, uh, this is a lot bigger than uh, than I think anyone anticipated when that when that petition hit, you know, the Chris McKelvey's and and I'm giving Chris a shout because, dude, he was Chris Heck has yeah. been. Oh, quiet. yeah, I'll give him a shout, too. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been he's been kind of the quiet guy and he's been kind of firing off lately, man, and kind of found this this path. And yes. he was just he was on fire with it, man. Um, yes. He has helped so much and that's what it is. Ignite. We got to ignite the passion and you get people like that. And exactly. Chris is, I've, I've sent him so many thank yous. Cause I'm like, dude, you're just, you're all over it. It's awesome. That's you know, what we need. Yeah. He, he, we were going back and forth um, after our zoom call, like the day after last week. And he's, and he said it, man, he, he said it straight up. He goes, you know, the thought of me losing, hunting and the ability to take my kids out and it was, he said it scared the hell out of him and i said you're not alone man not alone but yeah he did i mean but my point was you know if you get if you get those guys engaged and doing it right on on that small scale the effect that chris had whether it was you know 100 or 500 signatures that come from that whatever that number looks like man that's a lot of power for one person dude um you know like you said 1700 followers but 30 almost 30,000 signatures and what and there was more than one petition right because i saw a couple of them so we probably had i'm going to say i'm going to say 35,000 right um oh was there another one for the against i I did not know that yeah i saw i think i saw two others um i can't remember the gentleman that did the one he was like i'm gonna say he was 24 24 73 or something like that and there was i think one more um oh okay so no idea so to see these guys and these guys are you know and and i'm saying following right that it just they're just them being passionate enough and whether they saw it or not and just said, I'm starting one um, and, and just started firing that out, man. It's like, that's the action that that is where we need mm-hmm. to be. Right. And and unfortunately, that came from fear of loss. Um, but, man, we could be so much more powerful if we're out in front of this thing and giving and giving the opportunities that are in the legislature fighting an offensive front for once, right? And not have to be on their heels and surprised, but really giving them something to be out in front of it with. It just, 
phenomenal, man. I, I, I told you, thank you last week. And I, and I mean that with all my heart, man, it, it is, uh, it's a hard pill to swallow when you're not doing enough and you know, you should be, uh, but then to have somebody step up and smack you in the back of the head, man, I, I appreciate that effort. Um, it was, it was awesome, dude. It was awesome. And I think you're, you're definitely, you're, you're changing the game right now. I appreciate that. I'm happy. I can be a part of it. It was just the right time, the right place. I had time to think about it and it just, I don't know. It was cool. It was so cool to be a part of it. It was mind blowing, honestly. Um, and just hopefully, hopefully we can do more. Um, and, and I think if we accomplish what we want to accomplish with education, we can actually get to the point where we can start proposing pro hunting, um, um, bills. Well, what would be great is if it, we just left it up to, you know, fish and wildlife, um, based on, based on their, on their biologists and what they, instead of doing it through the ballot box, you know what I mean? Um, but, but I think we can get to the point where we can actually see some pro hunting, um, uh, you know, some pro hunting moves, you know, legislation or whatever it is. Um, and the other thing, you know, I I've listened to a bunch of podcasts and people talk about it and I'm like, well, wait, a lot of these organizations or lobbyists or whatever else, they knew about this last year because I guess, um, you know, Senator Weiner, he, um, dude, is it Weiner or is it Weiner? I, I'm re- I really don't know. Which one is it? <laughs> I've heard it both. You know? I've heard it both ways. I'm going with Weiner, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, is it really Weiner? I mean, wow. All right. But anyway, he, he proposed or started to in 2019, I think. And then it just went away and then COVID hit and it never came back or whatever. And I'm like, hold up. We need to know when this stuff is being proposed so we can get on the ball right now, instead of waiting for it to be a bill that's already written and it just, it's, it's on you. And then you got sometimes just 30 days before the board sees it and they can decide to edit it or whatever else. And then it goes to the Senate floor. Like, no, we need, if, if somebody knows, this is what I mean, where, where the voice has to be, we got to be one here. There can't just be like a couple people who have known about something for a long time. And then we know about it when it's too late. That just, that just, I don't think that works. Well, that's tactics though. I mean, it, you know, it, it's tactics that, that is how I think that's how the game is played. Yeah. You know, I really do. I, I think they, you know, they, they don't do that unintentionally but you know i have when it comes to that stuff man i got a foil hat so it uh it starts to but glow it's, but it's people that are you know like on our side that have known about this and it's not yeah and it's not i i, I don't think they they mean it in a bad way i just think that way is not working it's time to rethink uh this this whole this whole thing we need to rethink the whole the whole process here 
that so yeah that's a rough one um i i think like i said man i'm gonna keep saying it i think we're on the right track with with this um showing the the effectiveness and i think that this you know like you said it woke some people up it shook some trees and uh i'm the gentleman that was on the zoom call like you said he was like yeah we were going on the long play um right you know and to see that that swing for the fence man and go to the parking lot was like holy hell so they got they got the model you know we have the model so let's let's get after it so uh how do it'll it'll be interesting to see um it's oh man the the long play in in a way is sometimes I think is why these organizations are also around. It's a, it's a strange, it's a strange, you know what I'm saying? No, I so, hear you loud and clear. Yep. So you know what I mean? Okay. And I don't know if I <laughs> took away, I don't know. You could say this is tinfoil and I'm, and I'm, this is just me thinking, but there are organizations, they do raise money and you know they gain members and 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 all that it's almost like we took a bunch of money away from them (laughs) you know and just went straight to the point like somebody called me the other day from one of the big organizations and i'm going to do a podcast with them on on wednesday and he basically was just like you just went right past everybody in this petition you know good got it done yeah good and i'm like that's (laughs) not my but I don't want like there's extreme benefit to a lot of these organizations and what they do. But, but I, I think the hunters, the general public recognize something <laughs> that happened. So there needs to be some changes and that, I think that'll be kind of the, the toughest, the toughest part. Cause it'd be kind of hard to run a business if we can actually, if we can do it quicker. I mean, if everything's pro hunting, if we don't have to face any of this anymore, then There'd be, my goal would be to not need any of these organizations anymore to fight for us because we did our work. You know what I mean? I mean, that's never going to happen, but that's the ultimate goal, right? I mean, I want, I want to be on the, I want everybody to be on the right side here. Um, that's never going to happen, but you know, I set the, the goal gotta, high. Yeah, but. I was going to say you got to have you got to have a, a lofty goal, man, to to really to really get it to a point where you know you're you're tapping at something that matters. So I think right. you know setting that goal is uh, is absolutely needed. So right. drop uh, so your Instagram and everything if folks want to get a hold of you and talk about this or understand, um, you know, what happened and, and how you did it a little bit more. Give us the uh, the social it's, handles uh, or how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, it's uh, Shadow Trekker Adventures um, on Instagram. So I just type that in, and that's pretty much that's pretty much all you need. I am on. I, I do have a page on Facebook too, but those pages just don't really work. They they don't really get out to people. Instagram's way better. Are you guiding pig hunts right now? Um. Yeah, I will be starting in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to have pig hunts. I'm going to have a number of turkey hunts. I got a lot of turkey properties now. Um, deer hunts, working on that as well. And actually bear hunts, which would be awesome. And that's shadow. Yeah. So that page, that's shadow trekker adventures.com. 
And actually, if you go to my Instagram profile, you won't find my website because I have it linked to the latest petition. So yeah, I guess that would be good for people to know. It's shadow, shadowtrekkeradventures.com. Everybody wants to hunt California pigs, man. Yeah. Yep. Hey, brother. Um, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'm not keeping the, this episode back, so I'll be dropping it probably this week before I head out of here um to tahoe and uh yeah man again i appreciate the effort man if there's anything that i can do to help you further this please don't hesitate to reach out and then uh let's talk when we start seeing this stuff come to fruition more so we can point folks in the right direction man yeah absolutely We're, we're trying to get it something started so then we can we can start getting support and and getting all the good minds on it to make it actually work so Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Follow Western Contours on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and sign up at westerncontours.com. Episodes are available on most major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe, leave us a comment, and don't forget to hit that five-star rating. We appreciate the support, and until next time, lay them down. We spend a lot of time preparing for our hunts and how we fuel our efforts is key. Head over to valleytopeaknutrition.com, helping you perform optimally in the backcountry. Sign up for Mountain Hunter Box on our partners page. Mountain Hunter Box is a monthly subscription box for backcountry hunters. Receive quality hunting gear and camping gear at your doorstep every month. You can select the species you want to hunt and the method of take with three, six, and 12-month subscription options. Use Western Contours at checkout.